Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Guys, hope you're well. In this room full of God, family, and country. I'm Kevo, your host. Solo episode, unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Man, I hope everybody is well. It's Monday. It's that uh, that dreadful day of the week. And I say dreadful day of the week. I guess we're happy. The alternative is a lot worse. So uh, yeah, we're happy that we're vertical and breathing, if, if, if you are, of course. Um, uh, but wherever you, whatever you got going on out there, however you're listening, whether it be Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever, thank you so much for listening. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, we cannot do it without you. Really, really, really want to try to grow this thing into something. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped up, very excited about tonight's subject matter episode. It is a little, uh, I guess, you know, maybe controversial, but I, I really don't see the controversy in this. But I think it will be. You know how it is? It's one of those things like everybody will make something controversial. Like some things shouldn't even be controversial. Like some things should just be like, yeah, we should all agree upon that. And you would think that we could do that. We could just across the board just go, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we all agree upon that, right? Right, Bill? Dave? Right? Uh-huh. Spitz? Fritz? Kit? I don't know. I'm just making names up now. Uh, so anyway, I feel like we should all agree upon certain things. So this is one of those things that I feel like we should all kind of standard be like, yep, this is how it should be. So interested to see what you think. But here's what we're going to do. Before I get started, before I get on my soapbox, before I get on my rant, before I get on my hill uh, that I'll die on, how about a word from our sponsor? Let's go. RHTC is a national leader in construction and industrial-based training. Right here in Western Louisiana, we offer CCO prep courses in all variations of mobile crane as well as tower crane, lattice boom crawler, articulating boom crane and loader, rigging level one and two, signal person, and coming soon, telehandler or extend reach forklift prep classes. So whether a new career for you, the individual, or needing training for your entire crew, call us at 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com again 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com god bless okay so all right guys so touchy subject this may be something that yeah and i'm not being funny you know we use the word trigger a lot as it sometimes we use it to trigger people and so i'm not intending to use the word trigger to trigger anyone I, I, I don't think that this subject matter is funny. I, I, don't, I don't think it's comical at all. Um, matter of fact, it is anything but that. However, there are m- multiple sides to it. There's multiple reasons it's not funny. Aside from the obvious, the obvious reason. So, 
That's where we'll start, though. So last year, the Buffalo Bills selected Nat Areza as their sixth-round draft pick. Nat Areza was a punter out of, uh, uh, like, it's San Diego, maybe, or something like that. I'm, I'm, you would think all the the reading I've been doing on this, I would, I would, I would know, but, but, I ain't even. I, I'm so frustrated that I haven't even. I hadn't even realized that I don't even know where he, where he went to college. So, that being said, so here's the deal. So they picked Matt Areza. He's a six round draft pick. He was known. You know, in 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 his punting circle around his university and college, I guess throughout the area, as the punt god. I mean, the guy was uh, I, this guy was awesome. I mean, uh, I saw tape on him. I saw you know, a, a big analysts talk about him, how good he was. Uh, what a, what what an addition to that Buffalo Bills team. You know, it was going to be so. So last August, uh, just. A few days after earning the starting job, the uh, Buffalo Bills rookie, Matt Areza, became the subject of a terrible subject. So he became part of a civil lawsuit alleging that he and two San Diego State football teammates participated in a gang rape of an intoxicated 17-year-old girl. Now, when I said a minute ago, obviously, aside from the obvious, you know, I said there's multiple reasons, you know, this subject matter is not funny. Aside from the obvious. So, let the obvious be obvious now. It's not funny because it's rape. There is zero, zero funny about a young woman or an older woman, or any woman, any woman being raped, have sexual battery, or or sexual assault forced on her. There's nothing, and and so we get. I think in this next statement again, this is one of those things where I would think. You know, five years ago, we would agree. I think we would all be on the same page on this next statement. Not even five years ago. A year ago, I think we'd all be on the same page. And that is, if you're found guilty of rape, sexual battery, sexual assault, I think if you're 100% guilty, without a doubt, you've admitted it, and or the evidence is so unbelievably overwhelming, there's, there's no doubt you did it. I feel like it should be punishable by castration and I feel like there are instances of rape sexual battery and sexual assault where it should be punishable by death truly 100% feel that way I think you know I think a year ago we would all kind of have that feeling of of man you're the lowest of the low you're a you're the, the, the vile maggot that you are if 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 you would do that to a woman is is a, a maggot that's not even worthy of being pissed on that's 
you're you're so disgusting if you will take and ruin a woman's life that that you would do something like that that would get that would be in her head be in her heart be be in her constant memory you're you're it's hard for me to even explain what you are if you would do that so there's nothing funny about rape there's also there's also nothing at all funny about being accused of rape and you saying hey I, I, I didn't do that and the public, like always, okay, like always, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you're saying you didn't do it. The accusation is of, uh, the, the, the accusation itself merits, it warrants making sure that you are not participating in any way, shape, form, or fashion uh, uh, functioning day-to-day society other than waiting for your moment to defend yourself or your trial or whatever. So there's nothing funny about that either. So, uh, so last August, just days after learning the starting job as a Buffalo Bills punter, this is according to Yahoo Sports, by the way. Uh, rookie Matt Areza was the subject of a civil lawsuit alleging he and two San Diego State football teammates participated in a gang rape of an intoxicated 17-year-old girl. While little was publicly known, San Diego police had spent nearly 10 months on the case before forwarding it to the DA without a recommendation for prosecution. The bill said they also knew about the incident, investigated, and decided to employ Areza anyway. The graphic allegations in the civil lawsuit, however, created a public frenzy. It included a claim that during an October 15, 2021 party at a home near the San Diego State University campus, Areza led the girl into a bedroom where at least three other men waited. Once inside, and and this is graphic, okay? So I'm just telling you. Again, nothing funny about any of this. Once inside, Areza threw the girl onto the bed face first. The lawsuit read the girl went in and went in and in and out of consciousness while suffering through the horrific gain rate. It lasted an hour and a half, the lawsuit read, before she stumbled out of the room, bloody and crying, in part because multiple piercings had ripped through the skin during the attack. Within days, the bills cut Areza who due to his record-breaking NCAA career and an 82-yard punt in a preseason game had earned the nickname Punt God. We just think it's the best move for everyone to move on from Matt 
and let him take care of the situation, Buffalo General Manager Brandon Bean said. Areza remains out of football despite prosecutors announcing on December 7, 2022, that after conducting their own 124-day investigation, that they wouldn't press any criminal charges in this case. However, few details, let alone their reasoning or additional uh, 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 reasoning or additional exculpatory evidence was included in the initial statement. A fuller picture of what police and prosecutors found, however, is now available via a 200-plus page transcript of a 100-minute meeting obtained by Yahoo Sports where a deputy DA offered a detailed explanation to the girl and her attorneys. Perhaps most notably, the DA's office concluded Areza couldn't have led the girl into the alleged gang rape because he had left the home at about 12.30 a.m. An hour prior to when evidence suggested the alleged gang rape would have occurred. He wasn't even at the party anymore, Deputy District Attorney Tricia Amador explained to the girl. Later, Amador stated of the timeline of events, all I know is that at that point, suspect Areza is gone from the party. Additionally, prosecutors told the girl that video recordings of the incident in the bedroom made it impossible to determine, let alone prosecute anyone, on whether there was a gang rape at all that night, rather than consensual sex with the other men. And looking at the videos on sex tape, I absolutely cannot prove any forcible sexual assault based on what happened. The accuser's attorney, Dan Gillian, could not immediately be reached for comment. Gillian told uh, CBS 8 in San Diego that the witnesses who prosecutors based their opinion that Areza was not present during the alleged gang rape was a buddy, in parentheses. The dual investigations by police and prosecutors included over 35 witness interviews, including some of the girl's friends who came to the party with her that night. The results of the sexual assault team exam conducted the following day and 10 search warrants that produced Four terabytes of information, including numerous short videos of some alleged encounters. Now, I want to keep reading because I think it's important to make sure we have all the detail but before we start giving opinions. A razor whose life has been, uh, uh, excuse me, that led authorities to vastly, blah, 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 uh, yeah, that led authorities to come to a vastly different conclusion than what was alleged in the civil lawsuit. Prosecutors explained it to the girl and her representatives in a sensitive and detailed manner during the meeting allowing for questions and pushback from both the girl and her attorney. Areza, whose life has been paralyzed since being named in the civil lawsuit, hope it's enough for the NFL team for, for the for NFL teams to take a second look at him despite the civil suit still being active. According to his attorney, he and two other players named in the suit vehemently deny any gang rape. Knowledge that the girl was below California's age of consent, 18 or whether she was intoxicated. Any sexual assault, Areza has said, was consensual. I mean, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Any sexual contact, Areza has said, was consensual. Now here, essentially, are local prosecutors making his case for him via recording that not every jurisdiction provides. For Areza, the most powerful exculpatory evidence came from a number of short videos of the encounter between the girl and two or three men in the bedroom. Timestamps show it occurred at about 1.30 a.m., citing a witness and other information. Prosecutors concluded Areza had left the party at 12.30 a.m. 
uh, Amador explained to the plaintiff. The lawsuit alleged, additionally alleged that Areza knew or should have known the girl was only 17 years old and that she was heavily intoxicated. The girl and some other high school friends became aware a party was being thrown at the house just a few blocks from the SDSU campus. The group let themselves in through the back gate. Witness interviews from the party, including two of the girl's own friends, whom she arrived with, said that she didn't appear to be drunk at the time. Other witnesses said the girl was telling people she was 18. A witness who was in the house gave a statement saying that at least one point in the party, you made a statement telling people at the party you were 18, Amador explained to the accuser. Another witness at the party, a different one, says that they specifically heard you say you were 18. There were additional there was additional evidence cited by Amador from a recording during a party the night before at a different residence where the girl says on camera that she is 18. The civil lawsuit alleged that soon after the girl's arrival at the party, she was separated from her friends and raised a letter led her over to the side yard of the house where he told her to perform sex against her consent. Areza, however, has always maintained that he never led her into a private area of the backyard, that she walked back there while he was urinating. Witness testimony, again, including the girl's friends, played a role in prosecutors declining to press charges. They, the witnesses say that shortly after you arrived at the party, you left and came back shortly thereafter, Amador said. And you told a friend, I just had sex. You didn't appear unhappy. You appeared to be having fun and that that encounter on the side of the house with Matt, suspect Areza, was consensual. Amador also explained to the girl that additional witness testimony alleged that at this time period you were approaching men at the party saying, I want you, so just gonna, I'm going to read it as, as what it should be reading. Uh, I want you to F me. And if you don't F me, you're a what a, a P word. While the civil suit claimed that right after a raise encountered in the side yard of the, the while the civil suit claimed that right after the raise encounter in the side yard, the football player led her into the bedroom in the house. The timeline established by authorities was much different. Prosecutors said that shortly after, shortly after being with Areza, witnesses said the girl again left her group and came back to report she had had sex with a different man. Again, prosecutors explained. Witnesses suggested it was consensual. You had returned, and then, so you had returned and then come back, and you said you had sex with this guy. Uh, this would have been the second person that would have been in the progression of the evening, Amador said. Again, you're described as being okay, not scared or distraught. You seemed happy and seemed consensual. Again, you're not intoxicated at this point that anybody would know your intoxication level to the point that they would not be able to tell you that you weren't able to give consent. The timeline prosecutors pieced together suggests that the encounter occurred at about 12.55 a.m., about a half hour after Reza had left the house. This incident occurred on a living room sofa with one of the football players who was also named in the civil suit. Parts of this encounter were filmed on a cell phone. Prosecutors said the footage from the cell phone did not suggest any forced behavior. There's nothing in the videos that sound like you're saying stop or this hurts or anything like that. Uh, as I told you, 
this is not it's not very fun to read or hear um that was said by ted mansour an investigator for the san diego county district attorney's office the prosecutors offered to show the girl and her lawyers all of the videos they called from cell phones the girl watched one during the meeting before deciding that was enough none of the lawyers in the civil case or raising himself have seen the videos because they involve sex with an underage girl. Arraysa's legal team is trying to acquire the videos through a court order as a way to defend himself against those allegations. Gillian wrote in a court filing that Arraysa not appearing on any of the brief videos does not prove he wasn't there, just that he wasn't filmed. Prosecutors also said that videos from the bedroom show that her piercings were not ripped at the time. She was not bleeding from any wounds uh, uh, from that amador said her behavior on the videos makes prosecuting anyone for rape impossible i don't see any elements of force being used in any sexual encounter she said the civil lawsuit is continuing and requires a lower threshold of proof than criminal charges so so uh, so nothing funny about this at all um, when you have a young woman that is claiming she was raped. That that needs to, obviously that needs to be handled seriously. That we cannot just ah oh, well you know were you really? I mean we have to take that seriously. And it I feel like it was. I feel like the bills cut him. I feel like they did what they had to do. And. It would be one of those deals where, okay, time would kind of play this out. Now, keep in mind, the the uh, police department said that there was there was not any there was nothing that would warrant bringing criminal charges. There wasn't evidence that would allow it. So the civil suit. So police say, you know, there's nothing that would warrant criminal charges. So a civil suit is, 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 is being filed. So now that, and Buffalo goes on and, and lets him go. Okay. But only, only is that, does, does that make sense? Guys, if you're accused of something and it's investigated and the police say there is no evidence here that would warrant a criminal charge to to this at all. As an employer, should you not say, okay, so you're saying that by the letter of the law, this man is, is as of right now, not accusable, he's not guilty of rape, he, 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 what you're seeing, he was in no way involved in anything that would constitute charges of rape being brought against him, criminally. So if the answer is no, he's not. And then someone brings a civil suit. Now, I don't know what, I don't know what evidence has changed. But, the criminal charges weren't there. So the civil suit's brought on. And that's enough to warrant Buffalo saying, we're 
okay, man, we, we got to cut ties with you. What if, what if, what if this young lady, what if this young lady's lying? Can we not entertain that for a second? When I say entertain, I don't mean that in a good way. Can we not talk about that for just a moment? Let's just play fantasy football, if you will. Let's play what if. Let's just play what if. Do we not think it's completely plausible? Do we not think it's it's it, it, it is possible for someone to see that 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 this okay, this is not working out for me. I do not have a case here because this didn't happen the way I'm saying it is, but this person did just get in the spotlight. Maybe I could file a civil suit. Maybe he'll settle. Are we saying that that's not, we cannot even entertain that as a possibility. We can't say that. And if we do say that, are we canceled because we say, hey, this is a possibility that this this young lady did this. Okay. Right now, since we've played that much of fantasy football, let's let's go to the 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 the, the second quarter of, of fantasy football. So what if that is the case? What if she made it up? And what if we find out that this this young lady, embarrassed, humiliated, ashamed, seen that potentially all these people are going to see her being extremely promiscuous on tape, uh, on film, like it recorded. They're going to see all this stuff and it's going to make you look so bad. And, 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 and and, and what if we're saying that it's not possible at all that she panicked, accused someone of something they didn't do, and just doubled down on the story? So rumors of her going around uh, um, 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 soliciting sexual uh, uh, sexual uh, j- having sex. She's soliciting. There are people saying that she's walking up to people soliciting sexual favors, acts. Are we saying that where we are as a society, it's not possible to talk about, entertain, not in a good way, it's we cannot whatsoever talk about the fact that this young lady could have made all this up because she panicked because she understands how bad she's going to look to people how 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 not innocent she was and how embarrassing it could be are we saying that me even talking about that being a possibility means 
I am just a terrible, disgusting person. No, it doesn't mean that. Here's, here's, what it, here's what I think it means. I think it means, number one, I care about the truth. I care greatly about the truth. And I care that if she's telling the truth, if she's telling the truth, and he or anyone there raped her, they should pay dearly. They should be, I, I told you, they should be castrated. However, if she's lying, whether panic mode set in or what, does it matter? If she's lying, she should face prison time. Tell me I'm wrong. How am I wrong about that? How would I be wrong about someone knowing? It, it, I said, and this is the thing, if, if this person maliciously claimed rape, knowing that it's not the case, because she was going to look very bad, and that is not a good place for this young lady to be. I, I, this is terrible. It's terrible. But it doesn't excuse the fact that if you did that, if you lied about it, if it didn't happen, if if Matt Areza did not rape you, if the sexual contact between you and him was consensual, you... If in no way he forced you to do anything and you told him you were 18 and you, if you knowingly are lying, accusing someone of rape, you should go to prison. I didn't say you should go to the prison the rest of your life. And I don't mean county lockup either. This has consequences. This can ruin people's lives. Now, I, I feel like every time I say that, I have to go back and say, but if he raped, I shouldn't have to say that. But I'll say it again. If he did it or anybody, anybody hurt, forcefully that young woman they I'm telling you I'm fine with castration don't ever let them do it again but if if it's if it's false and she's knowingly making it up and she knows deep she knows in her heart this didn't happen she should she should face prison time 
There should be restitution. She should have to pay him back for legal fees. She should have to pay him back for loss of salary. She should have to pay him back. Uh, This is not, this isn't funny either. There are two sides to this that are extremely tragic. Extremely tragic. And then there's a third side that we haven't even talked about, and that's the fact that we live in that time, in that moment of cancellation, and, and, and let's be honest, the, the, the hashtag me too's and the and 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 so it is without a doubt a time where it doesn't matter before you ever get to defend yourself. The media can prosecute you before you wake up and have breakfast, before you brush your teeth. You've literally been put through the ringer, judge, jury, executioner, it's done, and and overnight you, you went from, you know, punt God to rapist, look what he did. Now, if he did it, I'm not, I shouldn't have to keep saying that. But if he didn't, and at the time he was accused of it, at the time he was accused of it, it was a civil suit. And it still, it still potentially has lost him a career. There's no telling what kind of earnings. And then here's, again, I'm sorry I got off track here a second. Here's the part that we're not even talking about yet that's also said. Kind of a a part A and part B of of the part where I'm talking about. Part A is, do you know if it's not true, if you're accusing him of this and it's not true, you sort of, you sort of laid laid an egg here in the minds of, of, of people. So, Real victims out there, and it's just if, but real victims out there who need to be listened to are going to have a little bit of that. Well, come on now. Don't say it can't happen because, you know, this person did. It makes people apprehensive, okay? It does. Now, guys, I'm 110% for when the victim says, I've been raped, we have to look at her as she's telling the truth. We have to look at this as she's been raped. Now, that doesn't mean castrate the guy right away. I mean, unless we walk up and he just says, yeah, I did it. I did. Then, yes, I'll do it myself. But, in this case, you had someone who vehemently denied it. I did not have, this did not happen. Yes, we are going to tell the young lady the burden of the proof is on him. Okay? And and, and, and we got to be able to look at her and go, hey, as it stands right now, we're on your side. We're going to stand with you and we're going to believe that you wouldn't make this up. So the, the, the proof's on him. 
That's okay to do that. Yes. But we have to allow law to play itself out. We have to allow for justice, the wheels of justice to do what they're going to do. And, and God knows they're slow sometimes. And, 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 and they take forever. And they're confusing. And But if this, if this young person, if this young woman knows she's making this up, Tell me I'm wrong when I say that she she should spend time in jail. And I want to repeat again, I'm not talking about the county lockup for a weekend. She should have to spend she should have to spend a year or more in jail and she should be publicly She should be publicly shared as this person knowingly accused someone of doing this. That's a part of me almost hopes it's not true. Like I do. Part of me almost hopes it's not true. But but it's not looking good. It is not looking good. Criminal charges couldn't be filed. Now. Now. You know, they they say the burden of proof in the civil thing, it's a little lower. I mean, does it not kind of reek of kind of just extortion or, I mean, I, only time will tell. Only time will tell. But if she's lying, and she knows she's lying, if, if, it's an if, there should be major consequences for that lie. If. I understand it's a touchy subject, and that's the weird thing. I'm going to get blasted. I know it. I'm going to get blasted. Like, how dare you? Wait a second. Two things can be true at once, guys. Rape can be awful, evil, and people that do it should fucking have their dicks cut off. I cannot believe I just said the F and the D word. I've made it so good throughout this episode. But they should. They should have their penises cut off. Without a doubt. But another thing is true, too. If you accuse someone, and I'm not talking about the evidence just isn't there because somebody, you know, is connected. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you knowingly are lying, if you're accusing someone and you know it's not true and it's found that vehemently it's not the case, he was like, this did not happen. This person was never, you know, like, like two things can be true at once. That the, 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 the idea of rape or sexual assault or sexual battery is one of the most evil, disgusting, vile things that could ever, ever happen to a human being. But being accused of that and not doing it, 
that. That's not a cakewalk either. You know, that's not just, oh, no big deal. Man, thank God. Thank God y'all see I'm innocent. No, that's not that. This is... This is a dangerous road that we're going down here. It is. There's just no good way. I know. I, I understand. There's not. But I do think we should all agree that if she wrongfully is saying this, if she's knowingly saying this, and it's not true, and she knows it's not true, And all these witnesses are saying, guys, it's simply not the case. It didn't happen. Then there should be punishment. There should be punishment that sends a message. You can't do this. Now, I don't want to hear this. Well, it's going to send a message. And and then then girls aren't going to want to look. We cannot let people ruin lives like this if that's the case this is a crazy dangerous subject i know it but i'm telling you right now this is this is this whole situation stinks guys and all i'm saying is is how in the world could we look our grandsons, our granddaughters in the eye and say, hey, if you wrongfully accuse somebody, you know, it's, it's not cool, but you're not going to get in trouble. You know, just if it makes you look good, just whatever you got to do. Like, no. No. If someone hurt you, you tell someone, I will stand behind any woman on the face of this earth, any woman, any woman, anywhere that has been raped, assaulted, battered. I'm telling you, castration. Castration for the maggot that did it. If not death. But if you're lying about it, They're, they're, you deserve some punishment yourself. So, I'm curious to know what you think. I'm curious to know, this was by Yahoo Sports, the article I read earlier. Um, this thing's, you know, there's a lot of moving parts here, and I don't think this is going away, and it shouldn't. I think we should be paying attention to it. I think it needs to be talked about. I think we need to be able to have a discussion and understand that two things, even multiple things, can be true at once. And there's bad things happening all the way around here. All the way around. And if you wrongfully accuse somebody of anything and you know you're doing it, you have to you got to understand you're going to have to, you know, what, 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 what is the old saying? What, what happens in, what happens at dark will come to light. And that's either way around. Okay. Don't forget guys, uh, uh, 
Don't forget about our sponsor, uh, our friends over at RHTC. How about a word from them real quick? RHTC is a national leader in construction and industrial-based training. Right here in Western Louisiana, we offer CCO prep courses in all variations of mobile crane as well as tower crane, lattice boom crawler, articulating boom crane and loader, rigging level one and two, signal person, and coming soon, telehandler or extender reach forklift prep classes. So whether a new career for you, the individual, or needing training for your entire crew, call us at 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com again 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com god bless and that's our guys over at rhtc your crane rigging special y'all know i I talk about them all the time great people anyway uh guys uh this has been a this has been a a, uh i knew this subject would be it's a passionate subject it's an emotional subject and um as, as a father and a grandfather, I, this is a very tough subject to talk about, but it's one that needs to be discussed because this this is a weird situation. So anyway, I, I, I hope you understand that I'm all I want to do is facilitate a conversation. I was extremely respectful, as I always would be, and uh, I, I hope uh, you'll go like our Facebook page, unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den hope you will like the page and share it and all that good stuff and uh you know give me a shot listen to some other episodes all that good stuff okay anyway uh until next time guys love you thank you however you're listening apple uh podcast amazon spotify stitcher however you are listening thank you share comment like whatever leave a review tell me just tell me I'm terrible if you, if you want to, but I know that's not the case. So say how great and poignant I am, even though you may disagree with me. It's, uh, you know, you may disagree with me, but we have to have conversations about it. So, anyway, in this room full of God, family, and country, guys, I'm Kevo, your host. It's been Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Deep State.